Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. Hello, Tara. Hello, Jill. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm actually kind of hungry. I gotta ask you. It's twelve nineteen. I have not eaten lunch. Have you eaten lunch? No, I'm I'm so hungry. So I'm gonna interrupt you for a minute. But okay. I had to go downtown already, and I was like, how am I gonna go to downtown? meet with Jill, then I have to go meet a client at Bloomingdale's and eat in between all this. I have no idea. So I'm still trying to figure that out. I, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I'm like, I have the same thing. I had like a meeting this morning and then I have this and then I have one at one. And I'm like, how, when exactly am I eating? And I remember at some point I actually, when I was really busy, I actually started to like put in a lunch hour in my, or like a half hour for lunch in my calendar, which is so dumb. But then I just ended up deleting it because other things take you know, precedence. But how do you, how do you manage that? Like, what are you going to do? Well, if I have a little time, I would probably, I don't have any food in my house because I only have one child home right now and she just got home. So I'd probably have to run to Whole Foods and grab something really fast if I can. If not, I'm just gonna have to wait till after. And I usually meet with a client for two hours. So it's going to be a long, I know. Maybe there's a little granola downstairs or a banana. That's probably all I'm going to have. But um, I, I don't know. That's what I think is going to happen. What about you? I don't know. I mean, I'll probably shove some chips in my mouth or something. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have some leftover. I made this like really good pasta last night. It was taco pop, cheesy taco, uh, like gra- pasta with ground chicken. It's so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's um, this site, What's Gabby Cooking? It's really good. Anyways, I'll send you the recipe. But my other thing I just wanted to share with you is that I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel that intersectionality is not a word. Intersectionality. So intersectionality, let me think about what that means. So it's the intersect of two things. Yes. It's the com- but that's just the intersection. Who told you this? That doesn't even make any sense. I've heard highly educated people say intersectionality and I want to shoot myself. Okay. So can we just, I know we're going way off topic, <laughs> but there's a couple of people I know who use very big words <laughs> and forever. And I'm always like, did you really need to use that very big word for that? Like we all know what you're talking about. So what the fuck? Sorry. Are you? <laughs> and it's constant. And sometimes I walk away and think, God, I wish my kids were around really big words because they probably would do really a lot better in school. But whenever the really big words come out, I'm like, you're such a douchebag. So (laughs) what is that mean? Am I just too judgmental? No. Use those really. I think you like to hear yourself say these really big words. Right. It's like, it's the same with like intention, like intentionality. It's intention. Why do you have to add the ality on there? And, and it's, it's the intersection. Intersection. It's not intersectionality. Yeah. <laughs> Anna said to me last night, and this is true, she says, Mom, sometimes you say like these really big, intense words. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I said, I think the same thing. Like, wow, where did I pull that one out of? But <laughs> so I guess I do. But you know what I'm talking about. It's the people yeah. who just purposely have to use those words. And listen, I love that you have a large vocabulary out there. I sometimes made me a little envious. But come on. Dumb it yeah. down for your audience. 
Uh, right. It's it's like when people use utilize instead of use. I know there's slightly different meanings, but I mean, you could just say use. You don't have to say utilize. Yeah. And when you're talking among friends, <laughs> keep the word short. Right. Don't reach back into the SAT words. Like, come on. Right. Like, are you okay if I utilize your babysitter this weekend? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to start doing that to you. <laughs> You won't even know who I am. I mean, even when I say stuff, sometimes I'm like, go Tara. Where'd you get that? At least we can laugh at ourselves. But seriously, that just is one of my big pet peeves. I know Jill has a lot of pet peeves, but that one is truly mine. And it's just so not necessary. It's just not necessary. It's not necessary. So anyways, but what we really want to talk about today is the intersectionality of summer and fall. (laughs) (laughs) And the intentionality of styling for for fall. Well, first of all, I can't, I know we always say this about every month, but I really, truly can't believe it's August 1st. I have no idea where the summer went. I'm sad. Like, yeah, I'm sad because, first of all, I have terrible ragweed allergies, and I just know it's going downhill from here. I had one good month, probably because I wasn't in Boston, with no allergies, and it's like, my life is so different. But on the flip side of that, I do love fall fashion. I'm not ready for it yet. I'm not even going to shoot it yet because I'm just not ready. But there's some fun stuff. There's lots of color. Do you want me to just go right into it? Yeah. yeah I mean, I feel like I've seen... A lot of people post about like sweaters and stuff. I, mean, I can't even think about a sweater right now. But anyways, yes, go yeah, into it. It's hard for me too, and I know it's coming. But so there's some fun stuff. So prep is back, like really preppy, but like cool preppy. So you let's just say you go to Ralph Lauren, but you kind of make it funky. So maybe it's like a really cool blazer, gorgeous blazer, but then you do maybe like a cool cargo pant or like a sweat pant that's like um, cinched at the bottom. You kind of make it fun. So that's one thing. Like I said, there's a lot of color. Reds are really in. Pinks, of course. This Barbie thing, I think, is going to last a little longer, which is totally fine. Just be mindful. I was with a client yesterday. She looked great in, like, a rich pink, but not a pale pink. Yeah. So you just... I feel the same way. I have the same thing. Yeah, because I know you do. Because I think you're better in the richer pink. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm terrible. Like Like a blush, like a pale pink is terrible on me. Terrible. So... Um, just be mindful. There's a lot of pink out there. I love pink. I think it's great, but make sure it's the one that works for you. I can't do too red, like if there's too much red in the pink because it brings out red in my face. So of course, leather is going to be big. Now, the good thing about it is um, there's a lot of vegan. A lot of designers are not actually doing real leather anymore. It's vegan leather, which makes the price point go down a bit, which is nice if you, I always love like a great leather skirt or a great leather dress that you layer with a turtleneck or a long sleeve shirt. Um, there's a lot of still, you know, this sheer, you know, the sheer thing. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, to a degree, I think, you know, now I can say that I'm a bit older cause I'm almost 50. I think you have to be tasteful and if you're going to wear that. And it doesn't even matter. I don't care if you have a Barbie body. Just, you know, I think you need to be mindful of what you wear. I mean, that's my personal opinion. That's how I would approach my clients. You know, you want to be sophisticated, but you can still wear that type of um, garment. And there's still a lot of like the slip dress kind of silky thing, which I actually really love. Jill just got a skirt. I love that skirt that you got. And the thing about that is really fun because you can do that with like a chunky sweater and a boot, or you can keep it like really simple with just a silky top and make it 
one look, a monochromatic look, but I feel like that piece right there is so versatile and you can dress it up or down. That skirt that uh, that I got, the black slip skirt from Reformation is so versatile. I mean, I literally, I, I wear it with like a t-shirt and sneakers. I wear it with like a night, like a blazer and a nice top. I, like it's like, there's so many, I can wear it with a sweater. It's like, like you said, there's so many different ways to wear it. My only problem with it is that it's, first of all, it's black. So it's not great for summer. Like it's hot color wise. Um, and also <laughs> with the dog, I can't really wear like anything that he can dig his yes. nails into. Cause it's just it's like, I've had multiple pieces of clothing ripped, but so for fall, what, um, cause I know, I feel like when I hit fall, all of a sudden there are these like events and I don't mean like fancy schmancy events, but like things that, that pop up that I have forgotten about that. I'm like, Oh crap, I need an outfit. Like for us, high holidays is one of those where there's two times, thank God, only two times you have to go to synagogue. Um, but you know, and but there's dinners and stuff like, what are some of those events that people should be prepared for and should get help shopping for? Well, I think like all the ones that you're saying, I think, uh, you know, what I would say to that is if you can buy a couple pieces and wear them several different ways, you know, um, a lot of us are really more into sustainability. So it's not about buying like everything new. So I think if you could get like one great pair of pants and the skirt, like your reformation skirt, and maybe a couple tops and mix and match those. That would be great. And a blazer. I think that with anything, even if you can go to some of these things, not the high holidays, obviously, but like a dinner or something, even for like if your kids have something for school, wear a great pair of jeans with a blouse and a blazer. Like that is so, I know it's classic, but it really is classic. Or you can wear a great pant with um, even a t-shirt and just kind of like a great bag. The accessories always make it elevate it and throw on some layered jewelry I mean there's really ways that you can do this without spending so much and just keep consuming um because I think the more and more my clients that I'm working with are really trying to pull back on how much is in their closet and that maybe be more spending a little bit more on a piece or two but um wearing it more versatile Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah and what about footwear for fall so footwear is obviously booties, boots. Um, a lot of big heels are coming back, not chunky, but high. So that's that's hard for a lot of us who want to, you know, wear something all day. I think for me, I you know, like a medium size heel. I actually do like a chunkier heel just because it it it's more comfortable. I think to wear. Um, but great boots are coming out. I haven't really seen a ton of them yet. Um, but always like a brown, a brown is really hard to find, but even like a burgundy can go with a lot of things. So don't just think black and brown, but you can do like a burgundy as a neutral and that will go with navies and blacks. And, um, you can do a high boo, a low boo. The thing about fall is we end up buying a lot of different types of shoes because it's, you know, it's not necessarily cold right away, but you need a boot. So you do a booty. Then when it gets colder, you get a boot. So um, you know, invest wisely because these things can last forever. Yep. Excellent. Well, I feel prepared now, Tara. <laughs> we'll circle back with more. So this is just the introduction. But if you have any questions, let me know. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.